Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us on the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. We're coming to you live from Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. In for Michael Lombardi today, NFL veteran and VEASAN host Mike Pritchard. I'm Stormy Bonantoni. And we've got a great hour ahead. At the very end of the hour, Mike Palm, VP um, of operations here at Circa, he's going to be on the desk and he's going to do Palm's pressing three mm. with Pritch, mm-hmm. which just the alliteration, let's go. That's going to be great. Yeah. Uh, we've got professional handicapper Mike Somich, who's going to give us his opinion on, I mean, he usually comes locked and loaded with not only the NBA events that are going mm-hmm. on, but he has NHL. Sometimes he has Major League Baseball. So very excited to see what he has in store for us later. And um, we also have right now, no way or no doubt. And this is one of my favorite segments okay. that we do here on the show. I'm going to present you with uh, a news item mm-hmm. that's big right now in the NFL. And if you think that it's absolutely going to happen, I need a no doubt. Okay. Or a no way if you think that it's not going to get there. So are you ready, Mike? Yes, Richard? I am. Let's go. All right. The New York Jets mm-hmm. and Green Bay Packers have been talking for at least about a month now since Aaron Rodgers has said that his intention is to play for the New York Jets. Yet we have seen no movement on this front. ESPN's Adam Schefter says it doesn't sound like the Rodgers trade is going to get done before the NFL draft. And Yahoo Sports says the Packers are willing to do a protected pick in 2025 if Rodgers retires after the 24 season. Mm -hmm. But they want a guaranteed first in 24 and a second in 23. The Jets are holding firm that that will not happen, according to that report. So, no way or no doubt, the Jets and Packers will complete the Aaron Rodgers trade before the NFL draft. I'm going no doubt right out the gate. No doubt. Absolutely. And this is why. Because they're going to get her done. They're going to get her done. I mean, the Packers should have traded Aaron Rodgers last year. (laughs) But they gave him a deal, right? Um, If you go all the way back to Denver, Hackett, and I don't care what the media says, Hackett to Denver as a head coach, um, that was in place to to lure Aaron Rodgers and help that situation. That trade did not go off. They settled for Russell Wilson. That was a debacle, obviously. Now you got Hackett in, in New York, and and now you have Rodgers, who's an elder statesman. He's old. 
but he needs comfort. It's no different than Brady going to Tampa when you have Tom Moore, when you have uh, people that you're familiar with, uh, B.A. even. I mean, you have a lot of people that you're comfortable with, and that's why you lured to Tampa and you won a Super Bowl. So Aaron Rodgers, this stage of his career, he's looking for somebody who's friendly with him, and that's Hackett. Uh, the Jets, I think, are all in. Now, the asking price is ridiculous. I think if you're the Packers, knowing that your, your salary cap is going to be in shambles uh, if Aaron Rodgers is still on your roster, and then also what is that going to do to a quarterback that has one start under his belt, but yet you say that he's ready to go, right? You need 20 to 24 starts in a National Football League until you fully evaluate whether a player or a quarterback is ready to be a franchise quarterback. So, yeah, the Packers will move the needle, uh, and they'll get this deal done. I'm very curious. I wonder if it happens on draft day. Because mm. Aaron Rodgers has a very interesting relationship with the draft. And it dates back to 2005 <laughs> when he's waiting in the room right. forever. Alex Smith ends up going number one overall to San Francisco. And he's just waiting there angry. And then, of course, Jordan Love gets picked in the draft. And he yeah. doesn't have that information. And he starts losing his mind. And then part of his issues with the Green Bay Packers in general is just that they haven't given him the support that he feels he needs when it comes to the draft and having his voice heard. He's mm -hmm. obviously going to have that right. with Green Bay. The Jets want to use that number 13 overall pick to make their new quarterback nice and happy. They're not giving that thing to Green Bay. No, and so, no. And Green uh, Bay is foolish to think that they are going to give him that. Yeah, so, so I'm, yeah. I'm curious if it, mm, no doubt though, Mike no doubt. Richard, you heard it here first. They are going to get the deal done before the two-week window ends and the draft begins on April 27th. Rolling along here, no way or no doubt. We talked about this earlier in hour one. Colts head coach Shane Steichen was talking about, um, at his press conference, when he was asked about the potential of Lamar Jackson, mm -hmm. says, we are focused on the draft, and I'm going to focus on the guys that are in the building right now. That's where we're at. No way or no doubt the Indianapolis Colts are out oh, on Lamar Jackson. Man, I, I'm going to go with, oh, good Lord. I'm going to go with no way, just because of the owner. Uh, just because of the owner. Uh, I mean, Shane Steichen is dealing with the players in the building because that's that's his power. That's his control right now. You know, the discussions or the questions towards the GM, Ballard, and then certainly the owner, Ursay, um, do they want to go with Anthony Richardson and the upside and what that guy could be in your offense with a veteran team? Um, or do you insert a quarterback to the caliber of Lamar Jackson? Now, I'm already on record saying I think Lamar is going back to Baltimore for the 32 million because he doesn't have a deal out there but could Ursay uh come out and put a deal in front of Lamar I, I mean I I guess I got to go no way a little bit because that could happen because mm -hmm. of that type of earner or that type of owner um and, and the fact that he just wants to win he cut Peyton Manning you know and then eventually get to luck and all that stuff but you cut Peyton Manning because you're tired of stats you want to win you want to win championships and uh, I, I think that owner uh, and certainly his level of interest of winning a championship is at a fever pitch. So I, I, I think there's an attraction to the development of an Anthony Richardson in that offense. But then uh, I think they're also attracted to the possibility of Lamar Jackson, too. The Colts had such good fortune at the quarterback position with Peyton Manning and mm. Andrew Luck. And ever since Luck retired, it has just been a carousel of quarterbacks that they have gone through, even just in the last four Four seasons, I right. want to say it's been seven different guys who have started games for them. So they are looking for their guy. Will it come in the draft or will it maybe potentially be Lamar Jackson? Ursay has the money 
but does he want to spend it? (laughs) Um, Let's keep it going, though, in kind of tow with Lamar Jackson. Odell Beckham Jr. He has secured the bag. He Mm -hmm. has a deal. He's going to be a Baltimore Raven this coming year. $15 million guaranteed. No way or no doubt, OBJ is returning to the Pro Bowl this mm, season as wow. a Raven. You know how the Pro Bowl shakes out, though. I mean, you might not be selected to the Pro Bowl, but end up going to the Pro Bowl, <laughs> right? Because nobody okay, else is going say, to the Pro Bowl. Let's say selected. <laughs> okay, selected. He is a top right. choice. He okay? is the choice to the Pro the Bowl. He's a Pro Bowl. The only way he doesn't go is if he's going to the Super Bowl <laughs> okay. with the Ravens, okay? Right, right, okay. Um, whew. I'm, I'm going to go. Oh, my. He's such a good player. He really is such a good player. Um and his ability, but there's so many variables to you, though, Stormy. So I'm going to go, it sounds harsh, but I'm going to go no way. It sounds harsh. That's what I would have said also, yeah. though, Yeah, it honest. sounds harsh, but because he's such, the caliber of player uh, of Odell Beckham Jr., he is a pro bowler. He, he's a, a pro bowler each and every year with that talent. And But, you know, the injuries now, the age, uh, the situation with Baltimore regressing a little bit, I believe, as well, and older rosters. So it doesn't feel like, a Devontae Adams situation, right? It, 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 it doesn't feel like an older player like this is going to be on top of his game. I mean, Devontae Adams coming to the Raiders with Carr, he had a relationship, and so there was chem- chemistry uh, on the field and off the field. And I, I think for an older player like this, uh, there has to be chemistry built mm-hmm. up for him to, to go lights out on the field as well. 30 years old, mm-hmm. coming off a second ACL tear, has yeah. not played a game in over a year. Right. There's a lot of factors. And, yes, we know that there are moments where he can be dynamic. When he was with the Rams um, en route to that Super Bowl, he was cashing in with touchdowns. Um, I, I know the yard, the yardage game-to-game wasn't necessarily there, but the scoring was. Um so we'll see if he's able to get back to what he used to be in his younger days. But we don't even know what's going to happen. Who's going to be throwing in the ball? Right. On we top have of that, nothing firm on that on, yet. On top of that, too. I mean, you, you know, he does have a compliment. And I still don't see OBJ as wide receiver one no, in the NFL. Well, you know, I think but that's what, what he's going to be there. Well, there with the Ravens, he's going to be number one. So he's got um, Andrews to, to kind of help him out, right? Um, uh, I'm looking at their roster in terms of who else does he have? Nelson Aguilar. Uh, I don't know, but, you know, and, and with the Rams, he had Cooper Cup. I mean, that, you're going to be singled up, mm-hmm. you know. Odell Beckham Jr., uh, even though they want to run the football, maybe you can create single single coverage or man-to-man coverage against OBJ that way. Um, and Munkin knows him a little bit. So I, it feels like it could be a spectacular year. They paid him as if they're expecting him to have those type of numbers. But to me, there's just – too many variables to just submit him as a pro bowler right now. Yeah, I'm I'm not a huge OBJ fan in general, just right. just to say that. Um, <laughs> but he does have the previous relationship with Todd Monken. Mm-hmm. He was um, there in Cleveland for his final season with the Browns, which coincidentally was his last 1,000-yard season as a receiver mm-hmm. as well in 2019. Okay, last one here. Doubt or no doubt, the Arizona Cardinals should trade away that number three overall pick. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. I mean, you talk about uh, – dysfunctional organization <laughs> <laughs> and that's uh that's being kind to them um but they need so many pieces you know and you know you look at their draft too and and their selections and who they could get i mean is anderson going to be the guy that really is going to help this franchise no i mean they need so much they got a defensive mind a head coach now um but he has to find out who he is this is the thing about the cardinals they have a bunch of coaches that have to find their way to the, navigate themselves to the National Football League. Uh, and I know O'Connell and, and all this and, you know, these one-hit wonders, McDaniel and all these things. But uh, 
you know, those those coaches have gone that route of quality control and, you know, they've worked with front offices, they've worked in, in certain departments and organizations to where, okay, now when they go on an interview, they wow them. You know, Gannon, uh, I think he's an up-and-comer, absolutely an up-and-comer, but I think like any head coach, they got to find their way. So they, the GM situation too, they, they have to build a team. Mm -hmm. uh, so... <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. How about yeah. I went with no doubt. All the while still yeah. trying to figure out what's going to happen with yeah. um, Hopkins right. there in Arizona as well. <laughs> and then on top of that, there's going to be so many teams that are going to offer them because they want their guy at number three. Yeah, and the report from Adam Schefter earlier this week, at least six teams have inquired with the Arizona Cardinals about trading up for that third overall selection. We'll see ultimately what they can secure if they do decide to trade the pick. We're going to take a break. When we come back, professional handicapper Mike Somich, Sama Bob himself is going to join us. He's got a couple plays in the NBA and the National Hockey League. Final days of the regular season here in the NHL getting ready for playoffs. Don't go anywhere. This is the Lombardi Line on VEASAN. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com. Check out the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving for every game? The betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes. You can see the changes in action. Find out where the public's betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits, another way vcin's here to make you a more informed, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vcin.com. Welcome back. To the Lombardi line alongside Mike Pritchard. I'm Stormy Bonantoni, and we welcome in a, another Mike to the program. Mike Somich, professional handicapper, joins us now. Um, you've seen him fill in on a number of VEASAN programs as a host as well, which we thank you for. Mike, how are you today? 
I'm doing great. It's the hour of Mike's. We got Mike Palm, we got Mike Pritchard with me, and now I'm on here. So it's a storm. You might need to change your name. And the usual host is Michael. So what are we doing? Like, yeah, I guess I need to join the fun here. Uh, Last night in the NBA, we see more underdogs coming through with outright upsets, uh, and that's kind of been a trend of the play-ins to this point so far. Mike, how have you evaluated um, the teams that have gotten through to this point? Last night's game was fun, man. That New Orleans game, that was a phenomenal game to see New Orleans and OKC bang heads. They're both going to be better next year. It's going to be tough first-round matchups for them. But that was a fun game to watch. I'm really excited about this game tomorrow night. You've got the Chicago Bulls taking on the Miami Heat. The Bulls have been playing phenomenal over the last month. I don't think they're getting enough credit. They've beaten Denver. They've beaten the Lakers. They've beaten the 76ers. They haven't lost to a non-playoff team in the last month. Seem to be getting it going offensively. And on the other side here, you've got a Miami Heat team that has just really struggled on the offensive side of the ball. You watch that game against Atlanta, and you're like, what are we doing here? Atlanta just getting wide-open shots all over the place, able to hit those. You get 30 from Lowry, you get 26 from Hero, and you're still not able to win that game. Uh, To me, for some reason, there is still a Miami playoff tax based on last year with how well they played in the playoffs, getting to the conference finals, taking the Celtics to seven. I have this game lined at two and a half. And we're sitting here at five and a half. I think there's a ton of value on the Bulls plus the points right now. You know, Mike, I was just about to ask uh, about that that spread right there because I am attracted to that uh, plus uh, situation with the Bulls because, uh, you know, you think about a team uh, kind of like Toronto, right? Or you think about Miami in this fashion, at least I do, uh, a team that's underachieved all year, or like you mentioned, okay, maybe there's some going on. But when you have a team that like Chicago – uh, that is getting hot. I mean, to me, that's a recipe from a dog situation to be on that side. Oh, 100%. And I love the adversity that they showed. They handled it so well up in Toronto as well. Got down early in that game. Were able to fight back. Once they started hitting shots, that game was never really in doubt. The Bulls were clearly the better team. They've been the better team for the last month. And this Miami team is just the contracts that they have with Robinson and a couple other guys there just have not panned out. Bam has not played as well as we expected down the stretch. And their defense has struggled. Miami, like, they they trusted their defense so much last year to keep them in games and to play well. And you expected Jimmy Butler to just play hero ball. That has not worked this year at all for Miami. So you have two teams going in two different directions. The Bulls look like they should have probably blown it up around the trade deadline. It's a good thing they didn't because they're playing well. I don't think either of these have a shot against the Bucs in the first round, but it should be a fun game tomorrow night. And it, to me, there's a ton of value here on the dog. And uh, a team on the other side of that with Miami, the Atlanta Hawks, who shocked a lot of people with uh, Trey Young actually performing in the, like, what? Who is this? But um, the Hawks now have a date with the Boston Celtics. And we know in the East, it really feels like that two-horse race with the Celtics and the Milwaukee Bucks atop um, uh, that conference there. And I think that there should be a blowout here, it appears, against the Hawks. They're plus 650 in the series for a reason. But is there a smart approach to betting this from your perspective? Because I, I'm not trying to lay a, th- a minus 1,000 pr- price no. on Boston here. Yeah, the minus 1,000, there might you could make an argument there might be value. Boston probably loses this series one out of 20 times, which means it should be closer to minus 2,000. But not a lot of people want to lay 10 grand to win 1,000. So let's look at other My ways to attack My bankroll has limits, year. Mike. <laughs> yeah, right? Well, and you tie it up for a week. That's just not fun. You want to be betting other things. Uh, to me, this is one of those spots where you look at, okay, how many games am I willing to lay with the Celtics to get a better price here? This is, I mean, they just have to be licking their chops right now. This is a dream matchup for Boston-Atlanta, one of the worst defenses in the NBA. Boston has two elite wing scores. 
Atlanta's offense is really what's propelled them through this last month or so to be able to make this run since Quinn Snyder took over. Boston's defense is very, very good. They're going to be able to shut down Atlanta, and they're going to be able to score at will. So for me, this is a situation where you start looking, okay, am I willing to lay a game and a half? Am I willing to lay two and a half and expect that they're going to win this series 4-1, 4-0? And to me, that two and a half number is where you want to be. I, I think that Boston wins the series either 4-1 or, or sweeps them in four straight games just because of the matchup specifically, both defensively and offensively are vastly toward the Boston side here. You can lay minus 150 to 170, depending how you shop this right now, minus two and a half games in the series. So that's how I'm going to attack this one. I, I love Boston minus two and a half. I, I think they have a shot at just steamrolling Atlanta in this series. So I'll lay the two and a half games as a series price here and get that down to between that minus 150, minus 170 range. Yeah, I like that too. Well, let's get to the ice, Mike. And uh, during the break, I was asking Stormy, okay, the Vegas Golden Knights, for instance, they played the Kraken on Tuesday. They're going to play them again today, right? They're going to end the season that way. Being in first place, I mean, uh, challenging to me in terms of betting hockey right now because of certain situations. Just get the season over with. Let's get to the playoffs. Uh, but let's highlight a game, Stars and the Blues. Uh, what edge did you find in this matchup? Well, you nailed it, Pritch. I'm, I'm, today is basically the last day of the season. We've got two games tomorrow as well, but everyone in action tonight. And I'm looking for games which have playoff implications. And that's really the two that I'm focusing on tonight. We'll start out with the Stars and the Blues. Dallas right now one point ahead in the division, but Colorado has a game in hand. So if Colorado wins out, they are able to win the division. Dallas does has the tiebreaker. So if they win tonight, they put Colorado in a situation where they have to win tonight and tomorrow night to be able to win the division. They played the Blues last night. They were able to win 5-2 to two in St. Louis. They played their backup goalie last night for Dallas. So now you get Dallas at home with their starting goalie, Ottinger, the fringe candidate there for the Vesna this year in the NHL. You should expect a 100% effort from Dallas. They want to win this division. They want to avoid that first-round matchup with the Wild and instead take on the Minnesota Wild and instead take on a wild card team in that first round and have home ice through both the first and second round when they potentially play Colorado. So monster game for Dallas tonight. They need to take care of business. St. Louis has been struggling anyway. You get the starting goalie in there. I'm going to lay the goal and a half with Dallas to take that plus 105 price versus laying a ton of juice here. So I'm very curious your opinion on this next game because the Hurricanes are playing tonight with a Metro Division title on the line, trying to get their uh, trying to get that division title for a third straight year. And they're facing the Florida Panthers, who I think still do have something to play for themselves here. They don't have any hope of moving up in the standings for the Atlantic, um, but they don't want that second wild card spot. Um, and Florida is one point behind the Islanders right now and are looking to avoid a first round matchup with the Boston Bruins, who have been a buzzsaw. And we know they had that one little lull in the regular season, but other than that, have been so dominant. So, what do you make of this Florida Hurricanes game? I'm very, very intrigued by the matchup, and it's a very short line. Yeah, you nailed the story. This is another game where both teams have quite a bit to play for. No one wants to play Boston. So, Florida wants to try and find a way to win this game. But from a Carolina Hurricane perspective, they want this division. They want home ice in both the first round and the second round. I line this game as Carolina minus 125, and we're sitting here at plus 100, minus 105 for Carolina. I'm willing to take the better team with a better goaltender, the better defense, and get lay that shorter price at just minus 105. It's a monster game for both teams. Should be a lot of fun. I kind of lean toward the under six and a half here as well. Carolina is going to try and slow this down. It's going to be very much a playoff style game because of what is online tonight. 
But to me, this one's just about 20 cents too short toward the Carolina side. So I'm willing to lay the minus 105 with Carolina on the road. I am a huge Canes and Rod Brindamore fan, Mike. So I am just rooting for it in general because if there's a team in the Eastern Conference, I like it is them. Although I'm, we know I'm a Vegas Golden Knights gal <laughs> um, on this program. I I know also um, you had listened to the rumblings that have going, been going around lately with regards to the NFL draft and the Houston Texans. Will they, won't they take a quarterback at number two? What's your opinion? Well, it's been interesting to see how this this number one and number two overall pick markets have moved. Now Bryce Young, a pretty heavy favorite, minus 290 yep. in a lot of places to be the first or overall pick. All the word on the street is that the Texans want Bryce Young. If they're not going to get him, to me, you have so many holes in that roster. You just trade back. You look at either Seattle at the five spot. You look at Vegas at the seven spot. If you can get them to trade up to that two and you get next year's first round pick, that's the key to me. I want this year's first and next year's first, and you can have the two, and you can come up and get C.J. Stroud. That gives Houston so many more options. I agree that Carter is probably the right pick for them. He's probably available at five or seven. So you're able to trade back, get additional assets, and take one of the quarterbacks next year, which I am so much more interested in. I think either May or Williams would be the first overall pick in this year's draft. And Houston will be atrocious next year. Hopefully they don't mess it up at the end of the season. They can end up with the first overall pick. They get Caleb Williams, and they're able to build out this year and then have their clock start a year later, which I think is important as well. You want these rookie quarterbacks on this rookie deal as long as possible with the assets built out around them. And you're able to do that if you're Houston, if you can trade out of that too, get those picks for next year, get a couple high-end picks this year, and then start that rookie draft clock, the rookie contract clock next year versus this year when you're not really ready for it anyway. No yeah. mincing of words. Atrocious, <laughs> he says. Thank They're you, Mike. Yeah, they <laughs> you're are. not wrong. <laughs> no. You're not wrong. As Mike Somich, everybody make sure you follow him at Samabomb18 on Twitter uh, and appreciate all of the wonderful work that he does with us at VSEN. We are going to take a quick break, but back here on the Lombardi line in a moment. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSEN, the sports betting network. There is so much to bet on over the next month, you guys. And for a limited time, you can subscribe to VSEN for just $9.99 to help you out. You get insight into daily baseball best bets, NBA and NHL postseasons, the Kentucky Derby, as well as the upcoming NFL draft, which is two weeks away. Only VSEN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made from VSEN show hosts and guests. You also get tools like betting splits that let you see where the money and bets are moving for each and every game. Also, a top VSEN experts leaderboard, so you can view the records, profit, and ROI to see which VEASAN expert has the hot hand any given week. Sign up now for just $9.99 at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Welcome back to the Lombardi line. Speaking of the NFL draft, April 27th will be here before we know it. And with that, Mike Pritchard, I mean, mock draft. We're not on We're not on 1.0 or 2.0 anymore. We're 4 yeah. at 5.0 at this point. Um, and the most recent one from uh, ESPN that came out this week had four quarterbacks going one, two, three, four in this year's draft, something that has never happened in the history of the NFL. I, I don't think that it's going to happen again. In here, but that leads to like a larger conversation, Pritch. I think mm-hmm. of the fascination we have with quarterbacks and how that inflates the betting market when it comes to these guys and where they're going to land. Absolutely, Stormy. I mean, I, I think if you're betting this too, I mean, listen up because this is going to be some great information. It's going to be a great discussion, I think. Um, it's the reason why it's a 50 50 crapshoot a lot of times is because teams mess it up. 
they messed up the mm-hmm. draft. Um, I think ESPN, I think outlets, they come up with content because they have a story to tell for three hours, right? So they, they are going to create stories as they build into this draft that is turned into an event. It's no longer a draft. This is an event. And so with an event, you have to have drama. You have to have suspense. You have to have storylines. And uh, that, to me, I, I think betters can get confused by the intentions of certain networks by doing that. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that either. But a lot of teams do mess up the draft because they overthink it or they outthink themselves or they anticipate somebody else doing something else. And therefore, they overdraft. Uh, they draft too high. They draft too low. Uh, they make the wrong move. Um, you have to have the experience. There's several teams out there that have great experience with the draft and they get it right year in and year out. The majority of teams do not get it right. Uh, and so that's what you have to keep in mind uh, when you're betting this draft. A lot of times too, uh, behind the scenes, those 10 minutes or those minutes between picks, there's a lot of conversations going on to where, okay, we don't know what we want to do. Do we entertain another trade? Do we entertain this? And up until the last seconds, that's when they turn in their pick, right? And so everybody has their board. I think there's people out there that have a sense for, uh, for how people are building their board. Michael Lombardi is a great source uh, to lean on, in my opinion, for that. You know, how teams will build their board. Uh, to me, as somebody who wants to bet the draft, focus on that more mm-hmm. so than, oh, this quarterback processes information better than that quarterback. I mean, that one drives me up the wall because – Every player out there uh, processes information. The offensive line, they have to process the front. Okay, where is the linebackers? How many guys are in a box? The wide receivers, we got to process information. Are the safeties rotating? Are they going to catch cover two? Or or is it going to be a cover three? Or are they going to invert? I mean, all this stuff, everybody's processing information. Uh, So when you hear that from a pundit or somebody who has specific knowledge on a quarterback, they're speaking out of their ears Mm -hmm. because everybody processes information out there to me the difference is in and a lot of times uh when you look at quarterbacks and, and there's a reason why we have majority quarterbacks of first rounders in the national football league i think there's just nine starting quarterbacks that were not first rounders um and i'm not counting the teams that are anticipating drafting a quarterback in the first round right now too but uh, you have to have that poise situation don't panic right um uh, the leadership qualities and all of that but more importantly, the knowledge to improve as a player. Like a lot of guys get to the league and they're all that in a bag of chips in college, but they get to the league and they don't know how to improve. Mm-hmm. And it's a get better league and you have to improve because everybody else is good and everybody else is improving. Um, consistency, obviously that's a must, but playmaking ability. You know, how many pundits out there are talking about playmaking ability from these quarterbacks or or do these quarterbacks panic? Or do or do these guys have poise, right? Uh, and the ability and the knowledge to get better. You don't hear people talking about that because they don't meet with these guys mm-hmm. and they don't know that in the locker room. But from a player's perspective, that is what's important. Uh, and to me, a, a lot of front offices should step into the locker room and get a feel for what that locker room needs more so than cookie cutting and and putting this player in this box and that player in that box and saying, okay, there's your quarterback now. Mm-hmm. Well, and look at how many quarterbacks like don't pan out, mm-hmm. right? Of the group of four quarterbacks, at least that we're talking about, maybe five, if you want to throw Hendon Hooker in there for this year as potential first round guys, how many of them are actually going to end up being that franchise quarterback down the line? It's more rare than not for multiple 
guys to right. work out. Right. And so like that's something you have to take into account. A big reason why I, I do value a lot of what um, Lombardi says here on the program is because he's not just hearing from a scout. He's like texting head coaches mm -hmm. and has those relationships with people that are higher up in the front offices that are a part of making these decisions. And it's really interesting. Like how many times have we seen teams in the NFL draft reach and I'm so glad last year was a great example of how many times we were talking about the over under for number of quarterbacks to go in the first round at like mm -hmm. three three right. and a half and ultimately teams are like okay no like Matt Corral is not a first round pick that okay. Desmond Ritter is not a first round pick but all of these guys were talked as fringe guys Malik Willis mm -hmm. who was considered on some draft boards I saw even from the athletic as far as the the day before the draft as Malik Willis being a top five guy, and then he ends up going in the 80s right. um, for for the number overall selection that he was ultimately picked in. So just make sure that you're noticing who you're listening to um, when you're making these decisions and making these bets. I yeah, I mean, important. when you hear processing information, that should drive you up the wall yeah, too, right? no more buzzwords. Uh, no more buzzwords, you know, and oh, they had a great meeting on the whiteboard with the coaches and you know, show me a player that does not have a great meeting, right? Yeah. I mean, you're going to know what to do. Can you execute, though? Can you have playmaking ability? Do you have poise? Are you going to panic uh, under pressure? Uh, you know, all these things. And, you know, do you have leadership? Can you be an alpha in that locker room? I mean, all these things that turns a player from a prospect into a franchise quarterback. That uh, is what teams are focusing in on. Uh, right. And, and and certainly, you know, if you're looking for that franchise quarterback, but there's only a few teams that know how to do that repeatedly and consistently. Uh, and I, I think there's a number of teams that are trying to figure it out. Uh, and then more times than not, they'll mess it up, though. So let's do a hypothetical here because there is money to be made in a lot of these markets. And at DraftKings, they have a, a number of really interesting ones out there, including matchups and head-to-heads of which player is going to be drafted before this player. And, okay, so let's say Bryce Young goes number one overall okay. and the minus 360 or whatever number you ended up actually betting it at <laughs> comes home. And you're trying to figure out, okay, is C.J. Stroud going to go next? Anthony Richardson, Will Levis. Um, between Anthony Richardson and Will Levis, Richardson, a minus 260 favorite to be selected before Levis out of Kentucky. Levis right. sitting at plus 170 to win that head-to-head. -head. Who goes first? I, I think Anthony Richardson would go first um, uh, because of the upside, uh, you, you know, and uh, it's not so much ability. I, I think it's the, the blank canvas situation that Anthony Richardson is. Like, he doesn't have a ton of experience, right? Uh, his comp, believe it or not, when you look at Anthony Richardson – uh, in college, uh, and I, I wonder if I still have this because I, I said this to Femi. I was filling in. You know, he's completed about 54.7% of his passes, 24 touchdowns to 15 interceptions, just 393 passes in college. And, and I looked at, and I'm not talking about what he could turn into because I, I think he's got a chance to turn into a great player, right? But we know the track record of the guy who was similar in college who turned into a Hall of Famer. Uh, who threw just 50, completed just 52% of his passes. Uh, and this is three seasons in college. He had 25 touchdowns to 25 interceptions. He was a mid-round guy, uh, and he played three seasons at this school. You will never believe that that guy who threw just 515 passes in his college career in three seasons was none other than Joe Montana. And that's what he turned into, right? Because of what you can project or what you can help him turn into or what is within that particular player, what he can turn himself into being in a particular system. Uh, he wasn't a first rounder. He wasn't this elite guy, but 
I think the appeal of Anthony Richardson is similar to where there's a lot of players or a lot of coaches that feel like we can turn this guy into something significant on the next level. And it is interesting how certain players can be not that dynamic and mm -hmm. call. And granted, Anthony Richardson has certainly had his moments where right. he has showed that he is that. But right. um, the players could be just unassuming for mm -hmm. the most part in college and then become an incredible NFL player down the line. Sure, sure. You know, and you think about offenses and all this stuff and, okay, are offenses ready-made? And, uh, you know, I was on primetime with Tim Murray and, and Sean King, and we were talking about um, I averaged 26 yards per reception in a wishbone offense, right? Uh, but then I go and I get drafted to a run-and-shoot offense. Like, that didn't compute. But Very yet you different. can still see the potential, <laughs> though, of somebody playing in the, on the next level. So to me, that's what the draft should all be all about. Yeah. Shout out June Jones. That's um, right. Yeah, that's right. Playmaking ability is a huge part yeah. of that, as you right. referenced earlier. Okay, one last break. And Mike Palm and Palm's pressing three coming up next. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSIN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like bonus bets and bet insurance tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resorts properties located on the Strip and nationwide. Sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to please play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as is non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Rolling along here live from Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Welcome to the show now as we close things out. VP of Operations here at Circa. VEASAN hosts as well. Mike Palm, what's going on? Hey, Stormy. How are you, Mike? 
doing Mike well. Thank you. Again. You too. Another Mike. I know. <laughs> so this is insane. We have Mike Palm. We had Mike Samich on earlier. Michael Lombardi. Mike Pritchard. Thank goodness for Will Hill, so that I'm not the only like lone rogue non-Mike on the program. Yes, Will Hill is the savior again today. <laughs> Stormy, uh, I, just briefly before the pressing three, uh, this is an angle that was, I think, more pronounced this year with the NHL in that, look, we only know three of the 16 spots or four of the 16 spots in the playoffs going into tonight, right? With everybody basically playing their last game. Only four spots have been decided, the seedings. We know who's in. Um, but these last six days, five days of all these games with so much playoff implications, you know, we still see totals that are regular season totals when these games are actually much more like playoff games. And, I, you know, I talk about Calgary-Nashville was a dead under. Mm-hmm. Edmonton and Colorado dead. Look, look at those games. I think tonight Florida, a huge game Florida with Carolina, Carolina under yeah. six and a half. I would just look at that as an angle. And I like I like uh, Toronto a lot in this first round matchup with Tampa Bay. It's a really good point, though, that whereas we watched the, the last high handful of games in the NBA and you're like, I oh. don't know who's going to be in on any of these games. But meanwhile, in the NHL, it's so critical. And each one of those games were, were really, really important. Also, I was talking to Michael Lombardi yesterday off the air about how like Zion Williamson and him not playing with the hamstring and everything. I was like, when I worked for the Golden Knights, Alec Martinez played multiple playoff series with a broken foot. So it's very hard for me to see sometimes. Some people say, oh, I just don't feel like myself. And I know there's more to it than that. But on the surface, when I'm used to hockey players, I'm like, I can't, I can't handle that. Yeah, I'm going to ask you, this is not part of the pressing three. But okay. We've talked a lot about the situation in Dallas where they sat everybody Friday to tank mm-hmm. that game mm-hmm. so that they would get because they have to get a top 10 pick to keep their first round pick. Could you imagine an NFL team that was alive for the wild card not playing their starters so that they could make sure they got a better draft pick? No. That, that couldn't happen in the NFL. It, it couldn't. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you know, there's so much at stake, too. I mean, uh, your stats, right? Your money, your contract situations. Yeah, I mean, it's so different mm-hmm. than that environment in the NHL, obviously. All, All right, right, let's jump roll. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. Pressing three. Okay. Mike, in your nine-year NFL career, you played eight or more games with seven different starting quarterbacks. <laughs> Chris Miller, who was six foot two, Billy Joe Tolliver, six foot one. Bobby Abair was six four. Rick Meyer, six two, John Kitten is six two. And a pair of guys that were six three that many might have heard of, John Elway and Warren Moon. Mm-hmm. Bryce Young is now the overwhelming favorite at 5 feet 10 inches tall to be the number one pick in next month's draft. He is the same height as your college quarterbacks, Darian Hagan and Salinesi. How concerned are you with the experience you've had at a 5'10 quarterback being a superstar? In the very NFL? concerned, <laughs> very concerned, because all of a sudden the league wants to change itself. Like, um, all of a sudden Bryce Young is going to break the mold at 5'10", and be this fantastic franchise quarterback for a significant amount of time. Maybe for three years, maybe for four years, but past four years, I think it gets dicey. Look at Kyler Murray uh, right now, too. I mean, um, the thing about it is interesting to me, uh, and I'm glad you mentioned Darian Hagan. Darian, I think, could have played today in today's um, college football in in terms of uh, what his ability is, and certainly we see quarterbacks running. He was a better athlete than Bryce Young, um, but he was 5'10", you know, and, and the league at that time was not looking at quarterbacks at that size. All of a sudden, because Bryce processes information, um, uh, he's he going to be- He does not like buzzwords today, <laughs> just letting the, you know. He's gonna be the number one <laughs> overall pick. 
All I know is this, and I know football. Like, they ran cover two in, in the 70s. They still run it today. Uh, 5'10 quarterbacks, they just have not worked out for a significant amount of time in a National Football League. If Bryce Young is the exception, more power to him. Uh, and, and I hope that's the case because I want to see everybody uh, be successful in National Football League if they can't. Let's move on to the wide receivers for question two, an interesting draft. And this has been an interesting market that's seen movement in the last three months. At the top of the wide receiver class, you have Quentin Johnson, Jordan Addison, Zay Flowers, Josh Downs, Jalen Hyatt, Jackson Smith, and Jigba. Who would you pick first of this group with all things being equal? And in five years, who will be the most valuable of this group? Oh, that's a great question. I like that. Um, I think Jordan Addison has a tremendous upside. Uh, he's not quite yet a number one. I think he can turn into that. Uh, Hyatt is incredible from a speed standpoint, but he's one-dimensional. I think Quentin Johnson uh, is, is one-dimensional too. Uh, Zay Flowers has abilities that you're looking for in the National Football League, but uh, if you ask me right now, Smith and Jigba, if he stays healthy, uh, you're looking at a, a, a guy that is – is going to be a difference maker on the next level. His, his ability to run after the catch, all this stuff, uh, his route running ability, his hands. Uh, the only question you have about Smith and Jigba uh, is because of the hamstrings in college, will he be healthy uh, throughout his entire career? Minus 225 to be the first wide receiver mm -hmm. off the board mm -hmm. in this year's draft. Yeah. Okay, question three. I'm going to recycle one I had for Lombardi a couple weeks ago because I'd like to get your perspective. Everyone yeah. remembers you as a star wide receiver the end in Colorado, and then, of course, um, with the Falcons, Broncos, and Seahawks. But at Rancho High and even at Colorado, <laughs> yes. you were a star tailback. Yes. Bijan Robinson of Texas is mm -hmm. considered to be special, comparable to Saquon Barkley or even Adrian Peterson coming out of college, according to the experts. With the league having switched to such an emphasis on the passing game and having devalued the running back position, where do you stand on picking a running back high in the first round, and what team would be an interesting landing spot for Bijan? I'm always high on running backs because I think running backs do so much more than tote the rock, to be honest with you. I mean, they're, they're involved in protection at the line of scrimmage. They're involved in the passing game. Um, they can create mismatches. Uh, you know, you look at San Francisco and, and, and what trading for Christian McCaffrey did for that offense. Uh, it simplified a lot, helped a lot. Debo Samuel went down with injury. It didn't matter uh, because those positions were interchangeable, running back, uh, wide receiver. Uh, and it goes back to me. I was interchangeable as a wide receiver and running back. Bijan Robinson is a pure running back, but he has the ability to play wide receiver. Uh, he also has ability to be an option for a quarterback. And if you're thinking about a team that can use a player like this that has a luxury pick in the top 10, it's the Eagles. You think about using six eligibles uh, and you add a Bijan Robinson to that offense along with Jalen Hurts, along with everything else they have, uh, and you can still have, you know, uh, a, a, a platoon at that position too if you want to with a change of pace back. Uh, I think that's a pick that's just standing out to me uh, if he lasts. And, and I think he's within that range. I, you know, I don't know if anybody within the top 10 is going to think that way about Bijan. I mentioned Atlanta earlier. They could do that. But if he's available at number 10 for the Eagles, I, I think that's a, a home run right there. Do you think we could see two running backs go in the first round? Wow. Jameer Gibbs has gotten mm -hmm. some love. I've seen him in some mocks, but I feel like it's very, very unlikely to see that happen. You know, the questions about running backs is not so much do you pick them, it's like how much do you pay them in the second contract, right? Like, 
you can get by with five years for a running back and it's cheap. You know, Saquon Barkley cost the Giants seven million last year on a fifth year option. So if you're thinking about drafting a, a running back, you can get a running back fairly cheaply for five years. I mean, to me, there's value uh, drafting a, a, a running back to caliber these guys in the first round because you can keep them uh, uh, at a cheap price. I mean, you got one-year options right now on Josh Jacobs and uh, and Saqu- we talked about Saquon Barkley. I mean, uh, the ability to, to have these running backs or these players for five years, which is a significant chunk of their career, if you think about it, the wear and tear, I, I think in the first round, to me, there's more value at this point. Mike, at what point are we going to see some draft props here at Circa? Uh, we'll see them on Tuesday of draft week. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Will the yeah. will the gaming commission always have it be where they have to come off the board early? Well, see, I think it would take an operator to clamor to want to to change the rule, and I don't think there's any operators clamoring for that. I think it's just fine with the short window. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's one of those. It's so different from booking anything else, right? It's very, very difficult because there's so much misinformation and who's guiding. I mean, we had players here and they're telling us one thing that never happened. They're saying, I talked to this team. And I mean, what people put out there is that Michael says it's lying season, right? (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, Thank you to Mike Palm, all of the Mikes today for stepping in. Our producer, Elliot Bowman, behind the glass as well. That's a wrap on today's edition of the Lombardi Line. Keep it locked right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.